thought the job was done. They thought it was all behind them. But sometimes, the past doesn't stay where it belongs. Now, Brad and Andrew must fight to protect all that they've built. The stakes have never been higher. And the beer has never been colder. This year, the epic continues. This is the Brew and View Podcast. As Mr. Sloan always says, there is no iron team, but there is an iron pie, and there's an iron meat pie. Anagram of meat is team. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Welcome to Broomview Podcast. Hi, guys. <laughs> oh, you you uh, you must be Brad. I am, as always. You're right, Andrew. I am, and you're listening to the show that... Critics say Grant's wishes, big and small, every hmm. week. Oh. Oh. And, and God damn you for that. Thanks, everyone. By the way. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Oh, it anyway. wasn't that bad. Oh. Anyways. So, let's, yeah, we'll save it. Save it. Yeah. Save it for pod. Anyways. Oh. Uh, yeah. How are you doing, Andrew? I am doing well. I don't know why I'm asking you. Like I don't know how you're doing because I talked to you for about an hour already. Yeah, you know that's, yeah, we're, that's we're doing not on the, record. For listeners, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, I'm I'm doing well. I, uh, I'm like you, been been working a lot, and uh, but I'm glad you're, it's I spent all morning today dodging hurricanes. Just thinking, yeah. Effortlessly, actually. Uh, yeah. Just, just thinking. I just gotta get through this. I get, get home. Be able to have a beer. 
talk some movies with my buddy. Nice. It's all that's been keeping me going today because today was just another in a never-ending parade of mind-numbing nonsense. Ah, well, <laughs> we like like to bring you back to reality and yeah. back to the fun stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anyways, um, well, let's do what we our name says and let's let's talk about some beers. What are you drinking? Ooh, I am enjoying New Orleans finest. Finest? Slow brewed with crystal clear water. Uh, <laughs> founded in 1907, revamped for 2017. It's a slow brewed lager called Dixie Beer. So they waited 110 years. <laughs> Actually, after uh, I think Katrina destroyed the. Um, oh, now you're making me feel bad. Yeah, how dare you? Uh, and the owners of the Saints and Pelicans were like, uh, let's bring it back. So they, they bought up the rights to Dixie Beer. They're brewing it again. They're going to build a new um, brew house in New Orleans East. Get some jobs in the community. Keep it tight. Uh, this is what uh, this is your southern dad's beer. <laughs> like this is just such a a uh a different kind of dad. I know you're a dad, but uh this is like growing up the like I can imagine this this can if you grew up down here your your blue collar dad cat had a yeah. ton of these cans. That's that was on the the front porch at, on a Sunday morning. Yeah. When you were going out to church, you're like, "Oh, yeah, must have been a good night, dad." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Get in the car. You op- you open the screen door and they like rattle as you yeah. as you walk out. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I, I gave it a I think uh, two point five on Untapped. It's just it's honestly a um, light beer alternative, but it's it's uh, it's refreshing. Like those light beers, those kind of um. Those ones that like you don't necessarily enjoy, but on a hot summer day with your buddies, it like it it fits the bill. This is this is one of those. Okay. Like when it's hot outside, it's it's like drinking flavored water. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a different flavor from like the 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 Miller Lights, the Bud Lights. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a, just got its own. It's. Dixie I would equate flavor. it. Yeah, I would equate it to old style in Chicago. Okay. Like that's what. Uh, like growing up, that was in my grandparents' fridge. And my <laughs> my grandfather brought a twenty six pack to a party once. <laughs> they come in packs of thirty, <laughs> but the, there were four <laughs> missing. <laughs> There's four missing. Well, it's a four. It's a four beer trip to your house. To the party. I know it. It was like fifteen minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it just it, it's um, it's a, it's a local it's a local shitty brew. Yeah, exactly, and it's it's definitely. Um, but it's our local shitty brew. Yeah, it's easy drinking, and you know, I I have one that I've been saving, and I thought tonight would be a good night for it. Um, but it's a an imperial. It it's a an imperial bomber. It's nine point four percent, and I got to be, you know, up in six hours. So, 
Yeah. Crazy me decided against it. But <laughs> yeah, well. I guess uh, all that is to say you it's not a craft beer. Um, you can do so much better, but you can also do a lot worse. Yeah, I got you. I got you. So, yeah, well, I'm enjoying it. I am going to go uh, to the other side of the the scale, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, to a beer I really like. I really like this beer. Nice. Uh, another one from Master's Ed uh, out of his. Now, from what I understand, you're going to get your get. You'll be getting your own. Um, you'll get uh, yours. <laughs> you'll get yours. Um, but this is a salted caramel stout from Breakside Brewery out of mm. Portland, Oregon. And this is a a stout, and it's a milk slash sweet. Ooh. And it's six point seven and twenty six point seven ABV and uh, twenty eight IBU. Um, and when it says sweet, this thing is actually like as I'm sipping on it because this is not like a chugging beer because like I cracked this open when we first started talking. Yeah, and I mean that's probably been almost an hour ago, mm-hmm. and I'm still kind of sipping on it, but it is so good. But like nice. around the top of it, like it is sticky, like. It, there ha- there is some kind of caramel or whatever and and i nice. love this beer it is so good it's this is like a great sipping like cold weather beer nice like if you like i don't know when you'd have occasion to go ice fishing down there but like say i would be out ice fishing with the r2 guys yeah for some reason this would be the perfect beer to take out around a campfire or like in cold weather like if you or if you're like tailgating or something like that, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the intent of probably getting drunk, uh, but it it is so good. I mean, you can taste the the caramel in it, and nice. It's but you can also you have the that milk stout as well, and um, it's fantastic. I gave it a four point five. Nice. Um, yeah, I really love it. Um, and this is my favorite beer he's sent to me so far. That's awesome. I think I got maybe a uh, maybe one one or two more to to uh, to imbibe in, but uh, yeah, it's great. It's a salted caramel stout from Breakside Brewery, um, out of Portland. Not so. bad. Nice. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, <sighs> and yeah. yeah, and sorry for last week, guys, uh, for not being there for you. But uh, you know, we're here now. As someone said once, uh, life. Finds a way. Well, <laughs> found a way to break up a great podcast for a week. Yeah. Just a Thanks a lot, tempor- Jeff Goldblum. Temporary setback. Uh, no. Uh, so that's going to happen every once in a while for us. Yeah. Um, we have our mainstay podcast, and then we have this uh, side piece. This is our what. This is oh, what yeah. we call like uh, our side project. Mm-hmm. Like as bands would have their. Yeah. So, like, the albums don't come out quite as consistently. Yeah, we have, like, our our uh, bands are, our two pods are mainstream, and we want to be free to express ourselves artistically, so. Yeah, I mean, the, our, the lead singers are kind of holding us back a little bit. Those dicks. Yeah. The mats. <laughs> the mats of the world. Fuck them. <laughs> they, should, they should have their own podcast. That would be great. Uh that would be it, it would be great it it would devolve so quickly oh i know well if speaking of devolving quickly mm-hmm. 
I'm going to do this early. Uh, not this week's episode of Span of Boy, but next week's. Uh, number <laughs> 160. Uh, towards the end of it, yeah, it gets it gets a little contentious, let's say. Oh, is it uh, the, the 9-11 conspiracies? Uh, no, but it all revolves around a text I got about... Uh, about someone going through the hurricane mm-hmm. and how they were going to be okay because um, uh, he has a divine will for us. Capital H. He. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I. Yeah. I mean, that's. Look, if you guys. You'll be fine. I understand you got upset, but God has a plan and he put you guys in in studio C f- together for a reason that's and right <laughs> and we we made it out all right mm-hmm. and he did he did have a good plan for us so. but yeah check it out Jesus on uh Christ. yeah i can't uh, stand it um totally for for another podcast but just the 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 uh 9 truthers that come out of the woodwork every anniversary oh. or so it's great it's great i I love to hear the arguments though it's fun because you're like you are so fucking crazy yeah it's it's um it's fun to read like uh comment threads on like reddit and stuff like that but it's not fun to get involved in because when you argue with someone who does who denies logic it just with anything with yeah with anything um the least touchy subject to something like 9-11. It's just yeah. always frustrating because they have this circular game that they play. And it goes on both sides too, right? Like it's, you know, you get the, uh, the nine lever truthers and then you get like Spike Lee who says they blew up the levees in New Orleans on purpose to kill black people. Yeah. And, you know, so it's like every, all sides are crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. I just thought you were gonna say people that like believe that nine. <laughs> I was, I was thinking strictly nine eleven. The, oh, the no, truthers, but, and yeah. then the people who are like, no, those were planes. Crazy, right? <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, um, I, but like, I'm it, there's the now. right, the right side, and then there's the left. There's like, outliers everywhere. They're all yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, of course, sorry. of course, for sure, for sure. But it's just so funny, like the, like the lack of decency. For, for the sake of perceiving yourself to be right. Yeah. Or, yeah, just, like, letting the dead lie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or not lie, like, in, like, falsities, but, like, mm-hmm. lies and, like, L- let them to rest. rest. Yeah. Let the, the families who are hurt every time, all the time, and then especially when this time of year comes around. Yeah. They don't really need you in your tinfoil hat saying, well, actually, the yeah, no, the the planes no. were probably not CGI. No. Sorry. Um, the the thing that's so funny to me is that that thing going around now um, that we talked about on Mavs with the, the um, to fake the moon landing, 400,000 people would need to be in on it. Yeah. I'd love to see the 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 figures for for 9-11. Like a moon oh, landing, yeah. a victimless yeah. it, it would crime. have to be the equivalent of like. I don't know if there's enough people on Earth. 
the the Lord of the Rings trilogy to be to you know how many people were involved in that? Uh, I don't know. A Pro- lot. Probably at least four hundred thousand. <laughs> Peter Jackson faked the moon landing. Yes. All right. All right. Let's. You assigned me a movie. <laughs> I did. I did. Let's just let's just switch gears real quick because I could talk about this all night because I think it's it's funny and fascinating. Yes, uh, you, you assigned me a movie called Gold from 2016 yes. uh, about Kenny Wells, a prospector desperate for a lucky break, and how he teams up with a similarly eager geologist and sets off on a journey to find gold in the uncharted jungle of Indonesia. Um, written by John Zinman and Patrick Massette. Patrick Massette, you might remember from uh, such... Um, glorious screenplays as Tomb Raider. Hmm. Uh, directed by Stephen Gagan. Stephen Gagan, uh, you assigned me a movie of his that I loved, uh, Syriana, a yeah. while back. Um, and the he was tra- a writer on Traffic. Yes, he wrote Traffic. Um, but specifically Syriana. The trick with Syriana is he wrote and directed it. Uh, Gold. Not a very good screenplay. Um, mm. So it stars uh, Matthew McConaughey as Kenny Wells. Edgar Ramirez as Michael Acosta. Um, Edgar Ramirez was great in this. Um, I really liked his performance. Uh, oh, do you know who is going to come out as a huge star eventually? Is Bryce Dallas Howard. She was as good as Edgar Ramirez was. I thought she was fantastic. Uh. No, I, I don't know. I, she didn't really. She kind of, oh, maybe it was just what she was asked to do. Because in the course of the story, she kind of just disappears for two acts. Right, and she did. But like, what? Yeah, whatever she was asked to do, she like, you were, like, I believed her in every part of it. Mm -hmm. Like Beth McConaughey. Didn't buy it for a second. No, because right. he's he's he needs to have the right. He's, he he's really needs to have the right to be role in that role. Yeah, yeah, because he looks like someone pretending to be ugly. Yeah, which he is what was he was like. Uh, what's his name in um, American Hustle? Uh, oh yeah, Christian Bale. Right. Yeah, because you always knew it was Christian Bale playing that part. Oh, Only I did Christian Bale like did a, movie. a better job of it. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, Also making an appearance, making Blair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's great to see him, right? Yeah. I I just love when he pops up. Yeah. Um, Because I just can't wait for him to like stab himself with a. uh, (laughs) Do something crazy in in the name of neo-Nazis or uh, (laughs) or or puncture a tire and And stab himself in in the name of homeless revenge. Um. Yeah, so it's always cool to see him. Uh, and then there's there's a whole handful of you got. Corey Stoll shows up a little bit. Um, Craig T. Nelson is in the beginning, and uh, there's just there's people there's people doing things, and uh, so this is uh, based on a true story, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I wanted to do a little bit of research on this before we started recording, but I got sucked into another documentary. So yeah, but yes, <laughs> it was based on a true story. Yeah. So and uh, yeah, my my problem with this movie is it's it's two hours long. Yeah. There is no real conflict until the hour forty minute mark. Yeah. Well, um. I mean, him, him, him pulling him up by his, like, kind of pulling him up by his own bootstraps, Mm -hmm. you know, getting to the point where he's actually, he found the thing that, you know, he's, his namesake, you know, he's, like, his dad was this great uh, prospector, right? Right. Finding all this gold and stuff like that, and he wants to live up to the name, and that's, that's the point of this man's life like yeah i'm i guess no you're you're right but it just it didn't play that way for me yeah um it just for me the real the real meat of the story is this this fleecing and uh this defrauding of investors and uh probably want to the the rest we'll of it is kind spoil, of spoiler alert on yeah yeah a little bit on that yeah um the rest of it is kind of like a slice of life it's like six montages of him like yeah he wants he wants to he's you know living in his dad's shadow and he wants to find that's where he wants to find success is filling his dad's shoes right um but like you said, it's. I'm just watching Matthew McConaughey. Like it, I never really felt sold on it. Um, the one of the things that stuck out to me that really bothered me was the voiceover. Um, mm-hmm. there was, there were a couple of scenes because he's talking to, um, he's he's telling his story to an FBI agent. Um, yeah. Which you kind of just get a glimpse of, which I forgot about at one point when I was watching. Yeah, I mean, I it, like, Wait a you don't, it, it is... doesn't even introduce itself until like halfway through. Yeah. And then you forget about it and it doesn't reveal itself again until like three quarters of the way through. Yeah. And it doesn't really pay off until like seven eighths the way through. Yeah. And then that, that final, like after that payoff, the final eighth is just fluff. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, but there were a couple times where like it was a it was I was not sure is he talking to someone in this scene or is it a voiceover? Well, um, that was just uh, poor, well, let, poor sound. Let me editing. ask you this: Is what can it be that he is an un, unreliable narrator? Right. Mm-hmm. So like you see this guy in his his best and his worst and how he devolves and how he. He grows, but like he's telling the story. So like, are do you really want to trust him? Mm-hmm. And I think that I think it was a, a little bit effective that way. Is like you really don't know the whole story of this mm-hmm. because he's the one telling the story. You know what I mean? Like I think I think there was a little bit of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, I I don't. I don't know. It's tough because I I don't disagree with you, but I also feel like that. um, Not that it wasn't made explicit, but it it just um, that thought never crossed my mind. So so 
um, through my watching it like that never occurred to me. But now I'm looking at the the guys who edited this also edited Birdman, um, which is I, I love that movie and whether whether not, you like it or not, I mean that editing is is pretty integral to that movie it's working. Phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Um so uh I I mean that's in, that is possible. Um it's just I just I just yeah. didn't infer, I just didn't infer it, it, that. So my definitely my misses the mark bit. as far yeah. as like it, it it's it, the whole thing sets up and it really does like pivot and mm-hmm. hinge upon this big reveal at the end. Yeah. And like you're like like there was no real oh or oh it was just like oh okay. Mm. Yeah. You know, it, it, there was no, uh, the revelation was like it in, in a world for filled with seedy characters, the person you think is the truest is also a seedy character. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, well uh, of course they are because there's no redeeming characters in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, like really there's like, there's n- no one. Yeah. That and, and like, so you can't like you can't pin your hopes to somebody other than even this one person. It it just falls. You you never. You, I never rooted for Matthew McConaughey or Kenny Wells. No. Um. At at any time, other than just okay. Well. Yeah. This is the in order in order to get the movie going. Yes, I'm rooting for him. Yeah. But <laughs> whatever, whatever wraps this up quickly, not a chance. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It just felt like for the um especially for all the people involved, it just felt like um it just felt like a low effort exercise in in movie making. Um missed the mark for me. I get, give it a pretty soft six. Like it's not horrible. I feel like there's some good shots, you know. Yeah. There's some good scenes where, with him and Edgar Ramirez, mm-hmm. like those those two work good together. They do, yeah. But I mean, I can't pick anything out that, um, like, oh, that was that that was snappy or like the there was I I take that back. There was the one thing where he Matthew McConaughey's uh, character said something super cheesy. And the guy called him out on on it, which yeah. I appreciated because as soon as he said it, I was like, "This, this is what we're doing now." <laughs> oh, okay, all right, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Um, so, so I I feel like a a five is is harsh, like the bad. This this movie probably, I don't know, maybe it, it commits the worst sin a movie can commit by its boring. Like yeah. I've, I've seen yes. way worse movies that are way more entertaining. Well, for a big budget movie, I mean, it is kind of boring, and that, yeah. that that can be. Uh, I mean, its budget was twenty million dollars, and it right? doesn't feel like a big budget movie. Like, there's no, I can't think of any great set pieces. Like, I the um, well, I mean, there's they had some to set good up the shots whole... uh, that you could get in the National Geographic, though. Like, this movie didn't get me. Anything that I couldn't get somewhere else better. Yeah, I agree. I gave it a five. So, okay. um, like, yeah, I, I, 
didn't like it. Like, I wouldn't suggest this movie at no, all because I I couldn't think of a person who was like, you know what? I didn't like this movie, but I think you didn't enjoy it. So. Yeah, it's and, it's a it's a I think it's a wasted opportunity. Yeah, like uh, it, I think it was a good story, and like you said, I think the direction was there. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have a lot of problems with the way things were set up, but like they had to cram so much material and so much dialogue and so much stuff mm-hmm. in and so many characters in and it kind of it really diluted the product i think yeah. um and the screenplay itself i mean it calls like if you're not a writer director you're the director right yeah so you can you can do as much as you can with the screenplay and you have to set up all these set pieces and like you can't you know you can't, you have to go with what you have and it was just too much it's like 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag mm-hmm. you know it just didn't quite. It's a lot of shit. Doesn't look right. Yeah. Starts to ooze. It does. Yeah, it's just it's streamed on Netflix, but I no one comes to mind. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, no, I, it's okay. I was it's, hoping it's for part good of stuff, the part of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you assign me a movie. Yeah. Um, streaming on Netflix right now called Hot Girls Wanted. Yes. And this is a documentary about um, it's, well, let me read the tagline. It's about young women who have been drawn into the sex trade and how easy it is for web savvy, for a web savvy generation uh, to end up making porn. So that's, that's kind of not really what it is, but yeah. it, this is about um, this is about internet porn. This is the the fifteen second or two minute uh, porn that you see on the internet now. What porn has become? You mm-hmm. know, porn used to be uh, VHS tapes or Taboo way too. back in the day. Uh, you know, uh, way back. You know, uh, you know, you go into dirty New York. You're in a porn theater. Yeah. You know. But what porn is now is five minute clips right. um, that, you know, you porn and uh, Pornhub and all, all that stuff that I just learned this week because I had no idea before mm-hmm. what they were. Yeah, I'm, you're, you're basically speaking a different language to me right now. So. Okay, good. So this <laughs> is um, basically what this does oh. is show uh, kind of the, the day in the life of the actress that that so many men look at right Mm -hmm. so like if you were to go and look at these sites or you know do some kind of search you're gonna see a different girl pretty much in every um every video that you see every um everything and like say you you google a certain type of porn or whatever Mm -hmm. you get you get this stuff and this is like a day in the life of like five or six girls that are in the stable of this of this i don't know a virtual pimp i guess you call him yeah kind of um a young guy probably 22 23 years old not maybe a little bit older i guess 25 26 mm-hmm. um a guy that has found it's it like uh a niche the lamest guy cultivating... you could find oh he's he's a classic guy <laughs> Um, in cultivating these 18, 19 year old girls who are, you know, are trying to get out of their hometowns yeah. and he, 
he puts out a Craigslist ad and brings them down to Miami to do um, to get into the porn industry. So it's not like the sex industry as far as you know prostitution and that kind of thing. It's more of the videos and stuff that one would see on the internet. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Um, this movie, like if you're trying to kick, like if you're dabbling in porn, you know, as kind of an escape and trying, you know, like whatever, this will cure you of that yeah. because it shows you the seedy side of it. And it, and I was thinking whenever, after I watch this and I've had a while to, to think about this because I've, it was, it's been well over a week since I did watch it. Yeah. Um, is that okay? So, once you turn eighteen, you're able to do this for free. I mean, it's, there's no laws against it. I mean, it's readily available for everyone to view and stuff. Right. And like the initial thoughts after watching this and seeing what these girls are going through and what you know what they're subject to, and the lifespan of them, as far like you know, a girl gets into it and she is pretty much chewed up and kicked out within like three or four months after yeah. starting or maybe six and like at the longest, like two or three years. And after that, she, she's considered a MILF. <laughs> and yep. it's, and so what I was thinking, like, it's easy to think this should be outlawed. This, this is not right. This, we shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't have this, all this, you know, stuff, mm-hmm. but I mean, they're showing this movie does a really good job. The documentary shows does a really good job of showing, like, you know, these kind of sites get more hits than, like, CNN, uh, Fox News, yeah, um, all the different news outlets. Like one site gets that much, than all those other sites combined. Yeah. Right. So like, it's a huge like people are on these sites. Like it's it's an it's a release for people to uh, to go to these places right yeah. i mean there is an industry for it you know there is a demand for it right it's, yep. it's a supply and demand right and as much as i hate like like if i had a daughter like the i this the lives that these girls live in this documentary mm-hmm. is like the worst thing i could even imagine right like um, you know, if they get into the forced sex or the forced blowjobs or yeah. whatever, you know, those kind of things. I mean, like stuff that's really, I mean, just to the point where it's like dehumanizing or, you know. Yeah, it's because like you're talking about these these girls like. You know, I I'm, I I don't think any parent wants this for their kid, but like. There's some stars that make a ton of money, and um, usually that you know it, it all comes at a price. But these girls uh, are gonna have these experiences and come out with with nothing, uh, but a bunch of a handful of videos that anyone can, you know, any future employer, anything like it's yeah, it's tough because it's and- not. Because they're eighteen, they don't know any better, and they're being. I mean, some well, of I mean, they're exploited. they're weighing their options, right? And yeah. I'm not I'm not saying they're not even know any better. I yeah. think they actually are a little bit more enlightened 
mm-hmm. than most, right? Other they're like I, I actually have a skill set, whether it's my body, my uh, uh, my my uh my open mindedness or whatever it is they ha- and please please don't get it wrong i'm not defending this but like they have they are looking at the the marketplace and they're like i could take advantage of this yeah but they get in there and it's a rigged system yeah they aren't in control it's the men it's the dirty sleazy ugly uh pimpy gross men that are taking advantage of them and like they should be able to take this talent like i have no problem like sell your body sell your you know sell your talents and do that kind of stuff if there's perverts out there that are willing to like pay to see you do this but like they get such a little uh reward for what they have to endure and they you know they they end up getting stds they get hooked on drugs they you know um, you know, these girls are the lucky ones that we see in this documentary. I think, I really think so. I think this is like the nice guy. Like, cause I can imagine like, yeah. you know, like the hardcore guys, like they, they hook them up with drugs and they get them hooked and like, then they're there. Right. Yep. And they're make. I mean, it's basically prostitution or, you know, them being a pimp for them. And it's, it's a, it's a very seedy side. And I'm like wondering, okay, so do we outlaw this? Right. Mm-hmm. But then what does that lead to? Yeah. You know, then people are in servitude and like, um, then it gets really bad. So like, it's, it's like the whole prohibition thing. And uh, like this, this movie, this movie will open your eyes. It really will. Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, it'll make you disgusted and make you sick. And like, if you've ever looked at a boob on TV or on your phone or on your computer, it'll make you question what you, what you were watching. It really will. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, that's I think Matt always says like that's why he likes milfs is because because they they like doing it enough that they stay in the industry. They stay the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> which is I I think he's half joking. So no, I, no, it's it's a good <laughs> but it's it's a good joke. But it's yeah. like it is. It's it's fuck. It's so like disturbing to see this. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. It's. You know, it it at one at one turn it feels like it should be empowering for these these ladies to be able to take control and manipulate the men that are just so weak willed mm-hmm. and unable to control their urges to, you know, hey, I'm gonna log on to this, I'm gonna wank one off and I'll be good. Mm-hmm. You know, they should be able to control that and be able to make a profit off it. And there's some 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 people that do. Yeah. But it, it was it was disheartening to see the 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 seedier side and not even the seediest side, I don't think. Like Probably this guy not. was a yeah. like a total douchebag jerk, but he was actually a nice one, I think. Oh, I'm I definitely agree. I think that it gets a lot worse probably. Yeah. I it's just I would rather them be empowered and like, you know, oh you want you want this? Well, you're gonna pay for it. Mm-hmm. And you know, make them empowered, and but it never happens that way. It's always, it's always, it's always the dudes yep. that are effing the effing the game up. Yeah. Well, like you said, that it. I think you said it best. Is it, it's a game that's rigged against them from the start. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I actually like, it's a hard watch. It's, it's not easy. It like mm-hmm. turns your stomach and like every like I'm not going to pretend I never looked or watched porn, but like, I can honestly say like, I like, it it will change your mind. It'll make you it'll make you question yourself, and yeah. I think that's what a good movie does. And like I appreciated watching, it. and like I don't care who you are listening to this movie or podcast. Like, I think like out of the three people that listen, <laughs> yes. um, four. I'm sorry. Uh, like even if you're a lady, this is a good thing to watch because yeah. like. I don't know, man. Like, there, it's interesting. It's there a is a bad started. side of life, and like, I think a lot of people are sang or sheltered from it, mm-hmm. and we, no one else, like, a lot of people don't have to deal with it. And like, this, <laughs> this just happens to be a nice, a bunch of nice little white girls from Middle America, right? Yeah, and it it hits you a little harder now, and it can be now. Spread that out to all cultures, all people mm-hmm. in the world, and this happens to everyone. So, right. Yeah, anyway. it's uh, it is. I think it's a good conversation piece. So, like, it's a good movie to watch, but it's definitely better to um, be able to watch it with, like, have a conversation with someone about it. So, so like, whenever you watched it, did you have any like, like? feelings that like oh this needs to be outlawed or anything like that no i mean more um more just that like it's it's so much it's so much more i guess it's so much less harmless than it's made out to be um especially like listen to love line all the time and they would always have like big porn stars on there and they are always talking about how like they are the ones that 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 seem very empowered and you know like oh i i can do a b and c and you know i i do this my fans are amazing like this shines a a bit more of a realistic light on that because that's such a small sample size well and it's almost like the nfl right it's or whatever professional sports team you're looking at it's Mm -hmm. the top one percent of the top one percent right that you're looking at right and like and below that there's a bunch of people and below that there's a bunch of people and then like then you get to you know uh you know it, it always there's always like a uh uh I don't know how to explain it, like a, a tiered system. Yeah. You know, there's the top and then it, it like as you go down levels, almost like a pyramid scheme, I guess, for lack of a better term, um, you know, where the people at the bottom well, are yeah, that's doing the worst the... work. Right. They're the kickers. Yeah. Or as Ryan likes to call them, kickables. <laughs> the kickables. Midget porn. Mm-hmm. Sure. The kick pulse, yeah. Oh man, yeah. No, Sorry. it just it it definitely is another perspective because when you look at anything, because stuff like Loveline would never have these girls on because Loveline's a show, and like as much as Doctor Drew want you know, um, wants to help people and stuff like that, it is 
it is a ratings based show and this random girl from uh you know tampa bay right that um made like six movies is not going to be a ratings booster so yeah so it kind of does expose it a, a it brings a wider scope into it yeah and it and like and you know like it's always easy to like look at like the bondage porn and stuff mm-hmm. like that and be like oh that's weird and all that stuff it is easy but to like look some at. of some of the like the forcible stuff mm-hmm. um uh that that gets really the hyper aggressive uh, things yeah, yeah yeah it's it's like the dude man bro guys the you know the jersey shore um Fuck you know bro. slick back hair like you know aggressive sex stuff that like mm-hmm. is really disturbing like towards the end of the movie you know like half the movie was a little not even half like the middle third of the movie was just more like a felt like a reality show just like a day in the life of these girls yeah you know going to different places and stuff but then it got it actually did a good job of um, of letting you get to know these girls, like because they're just like normal girls, um, you know, uh, normal like eighteen, ninety, twenty year old girls, you know, as as much experience as I've had of being that age and mm-hmm. being a girl, uh, but <laughs> but getting getting to know them and then showing the kind of well, absolutely vile shit that they had to endure just yeah. to make the, and they were making decent cash. I mean, the one girl said she made $25,000 in four months, which is good money. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, they're not equipped to be able to handle that kind of money or right. be able to save that kind of money or make, you know, they think it's great money at the time, but like, where are you going to be in six years, 12 years, 10 years, or, you know, 20 years. Yeah. You, it's just, you made it in four months, but how sustainable is that? And then exactly. once that's over, how well equipped are you to go back to your, you know, the day to day average civilian life, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Hot Girls Wanted uh, stream on Netflix right now. Check it out. I, I urge you to watch this because it'll give you um, it'll make you think. And that's the best thing a movie can do is make you think uh, make and make you feel something because this will whether one way or another, it'll make you feel something. So mm-hmm. check it out. Awesome. Nice, nice. Um, so, uh, so far we've talked gold in Hot Girls Wanted. Um, I think maybe maybe it's only right that we throw out a couple. Well, have you watched anything else this past week? I, I unfortunately uh, have not. I did. What did I watch? I watched uh, tonight. I watched um, with my son. I watched uh, Captain Underpants. Mm-hmm. Actually pretty good. Pretty good, nice. Fredo. I'll be ho- hooking you up with that. Uh, I got a, <laughs> I got a code. So nice. Yeah, I'll be hooking you up with that. Um, not too bad. Uh, Kevin Hart stars in it. A couple other people. Uh, Ed Helms is Captain Underpants. Um, it's decent. It's uh, the animation is you know. <clears throat> um, so like any, you, what I found is like when you have another good movie, the animation is always just a little bit off or a little bit different, like and mm-hmm. to make it actually good. Like you have to have a, just a little bit of different animation. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, you get toy story, which is like hyper realistic, that kind of stuff. Right. And you get, um, say the Incredibles, you know, with the, 
it is comic bookish, you know, with the big, it actually looks like cartoons. And then you get, uh, give me something else. Um, uh, 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 Megamind, right? So you get... Yeah, DreamWorks. There are some DreamWorks ones that were... Yeah, I mean, the animation is always a little bit different. And this one is a little bit different. It, um... And it's it's fun. It it was fun to watch my son. My son really liked it. Yeah. When I came home the night, because uh, my wife and him have had the day off, because Liam had a doctor's appointment, and so did my wife. So they took the day off, and I guess they bought this movie. I got home. My son was in a red cape and just his in his underwear, and he came sure. out running when I got home. So and I knew we were going to be watching Captain Underpants tonight. <laughs> so, so you better like it. Yes, basically. That, uh, what else did I watch? I watched. Oh, I watched uh, Ghost in the Shell. Yes, thoughts. Uh, it felt. I mean, uh, it felt like uh, Blade Runner. Really, it was. It was a Blade Runner knockoff. Hmm. Um, I know uh, Fredo had mentioned it earlier that he watched it and wasn't real, really enthused about it. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah. It's all right. It exists. You get to uh, imagine Scarlett Johansson naked because she's just wearing a skin suit. Yeah. The whole time. So. Um, and uh, oh, and for Fredo, I watched about a half a documentary on Tool, which is streaming on Amazon right now. It's called Tool. Uh, well, just search Tool on Amazon Prime. It's. Damn it! I had it. Amazon Prime Tool uh, The Ultimate Review it's called. So check that out. Nice. Yeah, I just I have not I've not been doing a lot of stuff lately. And um, included in that stuff that I'm not doing is watching a lot of movies, so That's okay. No. Hey. We're we're not here to judge. We're here to review movies. Mm-hmm. Not here to judge each other. Just the mm-hmm. movies. Hmm. That's right. Fair enough. I like it. Cool. Um. Well, what about what about next week? Oh yeah, next week. Uh. Well, you. Okay. So, I was. I, I've been kicking around this De Palma. Mm-hmm. Um. This De Palma uh, documentary. And we've been hitting the documentaries a lot. Yeah. And and I'm thinking, uh, do you want to watch another movie about movies? Uh, nah, nah, nah. And then I, I I let you make the decision. We're going to go with a uh, uh, Netflix original called Little Evil, still mm-hmm. starring uh, Adam Scott. It's a it's comedy horror. Yes. Uh, kind of. It looks like a uh, omen slash poltergeist slash, well, basically an omen omen uh parody i would say yeah it does kind of look like that um i'm excited i'm excited little evil uh netflix original right yeah yeah excellente and i've uh one of the reasons i went with that is because i have a documentary for you nice um from last year the palma Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Um, a Plastic Ocean. I think I mentioned it on here. Uh, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I saw it. Is this where the the Texas sized? Uh, it talks about that. Yeah, it's um, it's not actually a plastic landmass floating in the ocean though, which um, is both good and kind of weirdly disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) You just kind of hope that that's. (laughs) You hope that all the all the plastic just goes to that place and just stays there. Like right. a, a state-sized like raft yeah. of Coke bottles. Yes, and then like some it. like weird person gets stranded on there, and like yeah. and then a, a lady gets stranded there too, and they like make their own, you know, colony. Yeah, that'd be great. The plastic people. Um, yeah, so that's streaming on Netflix. Uh, I think it's interesting, uh, but I also think that. Um, just keep an eye out um, for how it's structured. I think that uh, that'll be something I'll, I'll definitely want to talk about next week. So, Sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know if I said it, that is on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh, That's okay. And uh, how, about, how about some streamers? Yeah. Stuff that we know you're going to like. Uh, for me, actually, a place that uh, you left. You're like, I'm I'm done with these pastels and these nice little, this Honest. quaint ocean town. Yep, that is um, correct. Based in the place where you left, uh, the Truman Show. Yeah. Streaming on Amazon right now. Um, just a great flick. Just a... Uh, kind of uh how would you say it uh, uh a look into modern uh reality tv life and yeah. jim carrey at his best man like everyone looks at jim carrey as like this you know comedic actor like he is best yeah. whenever he's dramatic he really is he's really good like i don't I, give me 23 or the number 23 right. or anything like that but like i think he um, gets to to use all of his tools as an actor in a movie you like bet. this yep so yep yeah yep and before he goes crazy yeah oh man i uh i was just complaining about this quaint little town in the truman show i, yep. was, I was actually just complaining about food trucks and how they annoy me how uh, it used to be like a place to get like a good like quick greasy meal and now it's like foo-foo yeah and it's like twenty dollars a plate for this fucking yeah. Oh, makes me so mad. Um, it all started when we went to this taco truck and they had like nothing that resembled street tacos. Um, I just want beef, onion, cilantro, maybe some lime on the side. Um, but no, I got radish or not radish. What is it? red cabbage? Yeah. Everyone loves red cabbage right now. If you're if you're a fancy <laughs> place, if <laughs> red cabbage. Yeah, and it, they probably did it instead of beef. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I have been multiple times to the place where they film the Truman Show, and they have a airstream trailer that serves seven dollar grilled cheeses. So that's where my complaints were stemming from. Uh, I got one. Uh, we talked about it on the show when it was in theaters. Um, it is on Netflix right now. It's going to be another victim of this uh, Disney fallout. 
Um, it is Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Um, all, all in all, uh, I mean, you can always go back and listen to our review. Uh, the second half of the movie is worth the price of admission. So um, yeah. check it out while yeah. you still can if you're a Netflix subscriber. Yeah. It actually, it hits, it's all the fun parts of the Star Wars. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, let's face it. You, if you're listening to this, you probably watched it. But if you yeah. haven't watched it again, and if you didn't know it was streaming, hey, yeah. now you know it's streaming. There you go. So, Play it safe. Yeah, it's, it's a good flick. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's fun Solid to watch. Solid little movie. Solid little movie. All right. Um, oh, we didn't, we didn't mention this, but uh, you can reach out to us on Untapped if you like yeah. drinking too. Do it. Bruinview Pod. Do it, do it. Uh, you can also reach out to us on Twitter if you like tweeting, at BruinviewPod. Uh, email us, BruinviewPod at gmail.com. And uh, our website, thesaucelounge.com, is where we host this here. Um, we, uh, the best, though, of course, would be iTunes. I think that's, uh, that's a given. Um, subscribe, rate, and review. Tell your friends about us if you have friends who like movies. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be camping happily. Uh, also on thesaucelounge.com, I do an episode every week uh, yeah. of a little show called Matt and Andrew vs. Society, where we pour over the minutia of our day-to-day lives. It's, uh, yeah, it's a slice of life. Yes. Slicing the life of the boys. Yeah. And, like, it is, it's cool to, like, I, like, we've, it's weird. Like, you know, four years ago, I had no idea who you were mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And through that podcast and through our podcast, like we've gotten to know each other and yeah, like you now are a friend and like, I don't have other than, you know, us talking about movies and beer every week and we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but like what, if I want to know what's going on with your <laughs> life, I just listen to the Mavs podcast yeah. and I know what's <laughs> going on. So it's, it's nice to, uh, to hear that it's it's it is fun because like i think we've said it a million times on both the podcast and our podcast Mm -hmm. here is that you know if you tune in for the first time and whether it's my podcast your podcast or after disaster or anything like you're not going to get it but like if you do two or three episode two or three episodes then you start to oh this is that guy yeah oh oh well, I wonder how this ended up, and what's Manwich doing? Yeah, you know. damn Manwich. He's going to be the end of you, by the way. I predict it. Yeah, very concerned yeah. about it. I like it. All I can do is joke about it because I, I don't have any other <laughs> options. I, yeah, I can't like do like a, a minority report style arrest. <laughs> yeah, they'll be coming to you like after. You know, when they do the interviews of the people that knew him, and like, yeah, he was like, a quiet guy. I had no idea. And you're like, no, this dude was fucking crazy. I knew it was going to happen. Well, I saw this coming. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Mav's podcast. Yeah. SauceLounge.com. SauceLounge.com. M-A-V-S podcast. Again, that's M-A-V-S podcast on Twitter. Yeah. 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 Guys, the guy's a, a, a fucking nut. And... uh and I talk about him every week, so yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, you you mentioned uh, a little show called Span the Void. Oh yeah, well I talked about it earlier, so yeah, oh, check yeah. us out. Uh, 
but spanthevoid.com, iTunes. Yeah, yeah, get you know acqu- me. Get acquainted. But yeah, it is. You got to get your bearings for these. Um, I think Matt said it well when we were talking about podcast listeners this week is uh, people who are into podcasts in a broader sense usually listen to very focused things. Like yeah. One topic. Our, yep. our topic is just our day-to-day lives. and Yeah. You guys have, have gotten more and more off topic in the in the recent past, probably the past like six months. Yeah. The topic hat yeah. doesn't, doesn't well, seem it's, to be it's, uh, shaken uh, as much it's an these days. Thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I like it though. I like it though. I like when you do the, the topic hat. Um, what I notice is I f- feel like there's always stuff I want to chime in on. And then when you guys are just kind of talking about your day-to-days, it's it's nice to just kind of like sit back and and take it in. Yeah. This is what Jim does during. What did you yeah, do Jim, this weekend, Jim? He Nothing. sat back and took it in. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. When we get we get hot and heavy this week, he he bows out. No way. For quite a while. Uh so. Anyways, yeah, check us out. Gotta and love Jimmy A. Let's let's get into it because yeah. you got to get up early. I got to get up early. Yeah, Everyone's yeah, we got a lot of stuff early. to do, but we got we got to talk about this one. Yeah. Uh, streaming on Netflix right now uh, from two thousand fifteen. Yeah, two thousand fifteen. Bat Kid begins. Okay, so <laughs> I let's go. I'm mad at you, dude. Four. Well, so between Hawkgirls Wanted and Bat Kid Begins, I got. I told you earlier, I got the bends. Yeah. <laughs> like I couldn't. I, I couldn't depressurize. Yeah. Like I was. Like I didn't know how. I didn't know which way was up. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was. I like. So I watched. We talked about. You had mentioned this like two weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it sounds like good." And then mm-hmm. like. Two days ago, I was like, what movie was that you were talking about? Oh, yeah, let's do it. And so I ended up watching uh, this morning when I got up. I watched a little bit this morning. Then I watched the rest at, or not the rest at lunch, but a little bit at lunch and a little bit when I got home. Yeah. And, dude, I was sitting at lunch. I'm yeah. sitting in my truck. I'm eating my, I'm eating a salad because I went to the local grocery store. And I am just bawling. Yeah. In my truck. Like, just tears, like, so, like running down my she, this this is such a great story. Like, yeah. I I guess we should set it up first before we get too much further. Yeah, too too far into it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm mad at you. I'm mad <laughs> at you. But I I still really for, like it for making you feel something. Yeah. So, we got okay. The story is like, and I first saw this on a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. You know this. <clears throat> it's a Make-A-Wish Foundation, right? Yes. And this kid, um, uh, what's his first name? Miles. First name is, I don't know what his first name is. Uh, I'm having he's trouble not even it. at he's the beginning of the, the IMDb thing. Yeah, he's not the top build. Christ. He's. That's just not right. Yeah. Let's... Oh, no, is his first name Miles? Yeah, his Miles first name's Scott. Miles. Yeah, Miles, whatever. Okay, so 
uh, he has leukemia, right? Yes. He got diagnosed with leukemia at like almost two years old. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been fighting it, having chemo treatments, all this stuff. This is a story of his make a wish. Okay. Yes. So like everyone knows what the make a wish foundation is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a kid makes a wish. Uh, you guys talked about it on the maps. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Matt, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Chicken had granted a wish. Yes. So, um, uh, make a wish. It's a great, it's a great foundation. It's Absolutely. like, you know, yeah. they grant dying or kids with like, like unsurmountable illnesses and stuff, their wishes and to do like great things. Yeah. Who are facing incredible odds. Yes. And like yeah. give them one last chance, you know, and like, well, these kids don't make it out of it. Um, you know, and, but this is a story and, Obviously, I mean, I mean, anybody knows me, big Batman fan. You're mm-hmm. a big Batman fan. Mm-hmm. This kid loves Batman. Uh, for some reason, the, the guy's dad isn't a nerd. He's not like this comic book guy or anything no. like that. He, the only reason he watched some of the Adam West Batmans, you know, of course he's not going to watch, you know, the Dark Knight Rises, yeah. you know, but, and he's a big yeah, Batman he's, fan. he's a poser. You're right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Miles. But he was cool before it was cool to be cool. Sure. Whatever. Fake fan. I'm calling it right now. Miles Scott. Right. He's a fraud. No, that's terrible. So, so the the Make Wish Foundation. They're like, okay, we're gonna do this for him. He wants to be Batman for a day. Yes. And he, so, and it, it sets off this, uh, this set of dominoes that just yeah. keeps going and going and going and. and to the point where a whole city, literally a whole city, shuts down for a day yeah. to honor this kid. And okay, in 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 the times that we're in right now, yes. everyone's cynical. Yes. Everyone has an agenda. You know, you look at everyone. You know, anybody's tweet you're looking at sideways. You don't know what they're trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. If you want to feel good about humanity, you need to watch this movie. Yeah, because I mean, you can look at it and be cynical and be like, "Oh, these people are just trying to look look for fame and all this." No, not for me, man. Like, no, because these are people that have it. have a track record of doing this sort of thing when the cameras aren't on. Right, and like for these one. people are legit because you don't know their names. Yeah, and like, and they're doing it because it's the right thing to do, mm-hmm. and they give this kid, um the the chance to live out his you know in only his five years whatever yeah he live out a dream and like it was it was so heartbreaking in some points it's so heartwarming and heart swelling yeah. other points um uh the people that were involved uh from the from the make a wish uh uh i should be able to was it terry kolosko uh, I I I'm I'm gonna ruin I I don't yeah, even want it like you should just watch this movie and you'll yeah. you'll know the people yeah but uh, the person that was in charge of the Make Wish right it's she sets everything up yeah it's crazy because it is it really is a domino effect and it all starts with it coming across the right person's desk you know absolutely I mean? like it's this is this I guess this woman has a a reputation of like you you don't say no to her she like goes all in she's fully involved and so and like, she happens to mention to the, the person that 
that won't take no for an answer on another part, like mm-hmm. EJ, right? Yeah. Like his his role in this was amazing. The yeah. guy that, and from there it just spawns to another, like, and it goes to the the chief of police. It goes to the mayor. It goes to yeah. um, the head of Twitter. It goes to like like all these things that it it's it really makes you happy to be a human. For a, a moment, yeah, you know, is, where all uh, these good things can happen. Yeah, that was one of the um, one of the notes I made. Is is just so um, refreshingly one eighty to everything we're indoctrinated with right now. Like it's just you turn on the news, you open the paper, you <laughs> you know go on. Like you said, you know, you look at every tweet with a side eye. It's just so nice to have something that that is kindness for the sake of kindness and it's it's it makes you want to be a better person it makes like it wants you to to be able to give like uh, it, it you're it's so juxtaposed juxtapositioned or juxtaposed to the the infighting right now between yeah everyone it seems like right now there's no common ground yeah and this is a place where as silly as it is you know a five-year-old who is like not to be cruel or crass or crude but like this this five-year-old in the grand scheme of things doesn't matter to anybody like he could die tomorrow no you're right you're right like he like he'd be a sad story for his family and and we wouldn't care Mm -hmm. right yeah and and a silly thing such as Batman, you know, uh, a, a, a superhero, a comic book figure, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Um, but people rallied so hard behind this, and yeah. like, and got together, and like the people. So it it started the ball started rolling. Like yeah, uh, everyone got involved. You know, the the person that was going to be playing Batman, he he found other people and like that person found a hundred, like he worked for uh, what was it? Uh, Industrial like and magic. Right? Yeah. And, and he found a lot of people. And like, by the time it was all said and done, a whole city, San Francisco had shut down. Yeah. In honor, in order to honor this kid or to make his dream come true. And it's, it's so refreshing. And yeah, it, like I know I sound Pollyannish and all that stuff. Like it, like I'm being a little bit too hyperbole, but it's no. But I, I think everybody, everybody knows what's going on right now. You know what I yeah. mean? Like we, we, whether we actually confront our cynicism or not, like I think we all know that. You know, it, there's just a lot of negativity, and we're being indoctrinated with it. Um, so it's just. It is such a change of pace. And I mean, even, even if you didn't watch Hot Girls Wanted, it's just such a fresh perspective on humanity. I mean, yes. And because every it's it feels everything is there's it's so cynical right now. It really yes. is. Yeah. And this is a breath of fresh air. Yep. 
even though it's you know two years old uh and i've known this story for a while and i've watched the youtube video before i even watched this mm-hmm. and like i bawled at that and this i mean and i know i'm getting teary teary-eyed in my old age but like i mean i was choked up and i had sniffly yeah. nose all day today because of because of this and it was it was i wish like uh the plan was for me to watch it with my wife last night mm-hmm. and um uh, but I ended up putting my kid down to bed, and I fell asleep before he did. And thus, oh. uh, my <laughs> wife woke me up at like 11.30 and was like, oh, it's time to go to bed. And uh, so I didn't get a chance to watch it with her. But I shall, and I yeah. know for a fact that she and I will be bawling on the couch beside each other. Because this is a movie that you want to curl up with your significant other yeah. and watch it and like feel good about each other. And like this, we matter. What we can do matters. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's going to make you want to involve yourself in other things. Like I want to find, I want to find the closest make a wish place. And like, I, I yeah. can't do the things they did, but I know I can build stuff. Like right. They need help doing something. I can do that. And it, yeah. th- this actually makes you want to go out and, uh, and, and give to charity. Yeah, it, it, it does. And it never, um, I don't know. It, it never, feels it feels very objective in that way too like as far as if if we want to shift gears to absolutely like actual filmmaking um it doesn't seem like at the end it should say this ad paid for by the make-a-wish foundation like it it doesn't it's it's sweet but it doesn't seem inauthentic like it's yeah it's not saccharine it's a very objective documentation yeah but it's but it it doesn't feel like it has yes perfect sincere it's a sincere sweet story yeah it never it never feels false it never uh feels like it's it's uh, manipulating for the sake of it Mm -hmm. um it it doesn't like you said it doesn't have an agenda um if anything, it just makes you want to uh, volunteer for the Make a Wish Foundation, which I could find about a million things uh, worse that you could do. Yeah, right. And you know, volunteer for that. Um, and I, it just, it is. Uh, it's, it's just a like I got the same feeling. Um, not as happy, um, but when I watched Gleason, you know, it's one yeah. of those. You know, I'd love, you know, I, I watch a movie like Sicario or Hell or High Water or um, I'm trying to think of the other good movies we've reviewed on this that we loved. Or a uh, movie like um, uh, The Hunt, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. You know, those narratives that are, are impactful and feel like there's something to be said. Like the, the, the filmmaker has something to say, right? And there they are. There's some great things. About it. But mm-hmm. I don't think I've been moved as much as as the two movies that uh, with Gleason and bad kid begins. Yeah. Like as far as like uh, really pulling out emotion in me. Yeah. Um, and they're much more, and I know more... it's tugging on heartstrings. Too. Yeah. But it's, a, it's a much more, it's a human element that, um, it's the human element that, uh, you know, great films strive for. And like, you get that element, like when, the movies we talk about like hunt it it's it's there in spades but it's um this isn't even tr- this isn't tr- uh 
Like it doesn't have to try for that. It didn't. Someone didn't have to sit down and plan and, out meticulously and conceive it and how, like make it how to make you respond to these things. Like this is. Yeah. It, it's almost like experiencing this kid's wish in real time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't. It's know. effective, man. Yeah, it's it really is. good. Uh, watch this if you want to feel good. If you're yeah. down. If you're if you're beat up, I mean, you're looking at all the the horrible things that are going right now. You yeah. Know, whether it's the hurricanes or the the political climate or the racial climate, whatever yeah. it is that you're like frustrated, fed up with, this Your crazy is crazy ants to... Facebook. <laughs> if this movie just to sit back and yeah. just uh, let let flow over you, because if if it doesn't affect you. Mm. And I I got questions about you, yeah. and I don't want you in my life. Yeah, we got to talk about some things. Yeah, yeah. No, isn't it weird that that's like that can be such a good uh, a gauge? Yeah. Like <laughs> there's certain things where it's just like, eh. yeah. Yeah, like watch it, watch there's certain movies on. like you know you know I didn't like Dead Snow that much, right? Yeah. And you're like, eh, well, yeah, eh, hit and miss. Yeah. But like, I if like you say, "Did you see a uh, Bat Bat Kid Begins?" You're like, "Yeah, boring." Yeah, <laughs> why didn't do that for my kid? That's the one thing I was actually that came into my my thought. I don't know if this did for you, but like, I'm thinking of like oh, all the other Make a Wish kid. kids, like down the road. They're like, "I want that experience." Yeah, you know? and yeah. like, I'm, and that's kind of cynical of me, I guess, as well. But like, yeah. You're not back, kid. Yeah, you don't. You don't get that. You just have leukemia. Oh, what did Matt Forte come and visit you in the hospital ward? <laughs> cool. <laughs> you and twenty other kids in the Chicagoland area. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> just, he doesn't even play for the Bears anymore. Yeah, just <laughs> shit talking. <laughs> These poor kids. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it. it the best thing I can say about this movie is it made me want to go out and do good things for people. Yeah, and that that is a and that's, that's a an effective movie for yeah. me. Yeah, so it's yeah. I I don't know. Uh, I I don't know if we if we haven't convinced you. I don't know what will convince you. It's short. It doesn't take up a lot of your time. Um. It really is one of those that, like, it just, it's hard not to feel good. It's hard not to feel like um, you want to get out and do something or, or you kind of, you know, puts those rose-colored glasses on where you can appreciate things again after arguing with a stranger on Twitter or something like yeah. that. Like, or getting just, pissed off at someone jumping in line or yeah. cutting you off in traffic or, you know, the... the uh, eight million things that frustrate you during the day. Yeah, the minute um, things that you somehow manage to survive. And somebody dies and... in your bathroom at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, isn't that some shit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly shocked that no one's died in my bathrooms at work. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, based on um, the the missing clothes and and the. Or the clothes that were there. So many other things have happened. And the and the poop that was there. Maybe someone did just 
pretty much vanish and just left their clothes, their 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 white rag, and their poop. Yeah. <laughs> and person, then you. <laughs> that person does not exist anymore. They they're on the run. <laughs> and as far as everybody else in the store, you weren't there either. I I disappeared almost as quickly as the guy who shit on our floor. Yeah. <laughs> In what was admittedly a horrible maneuver. <laughs> but you were off the clock, so that's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, you can justify it. I, I can justify it all day, but I still, I'll admit that that was, I didn't even tell, I was just like, well, I'm going out the side door. I'm not dealing nope. with this. I, I, have, I have friends in town. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, I got to go get drunk. Um. Yeah, all all the all the little all the small stuff that we sweat, it's um it's kind of Yeah. Puts you in a puts you in a better mind state for that. Yeah. Um streaming yep. on Netflix, if we hadn't mentioned that. Uh Yep, check so, it out. It's no worth a watch. Yeah. It really is. And uh it it just is such a wild um it's yeah. so wild to see this thing take shape because it is just a network of it's a network of people who do this thing for a living um all kind of elevating their game and then um reaching out to people and then they bring in this network of people who uh you know the the policeman the mayor um and then they they ask for like 200 volunteers to be a crowd and it turns into like a full-on parade route because yeah. so many people just want to be a part of this and want to be out there and and yep. and uh, like uh, kind of just talking in circles here but like all those people that went out there like they there was no real like personal gain like none of those people are now famous like none of those people no like it they just were taken with this story and had the opportunity to be involved know, help yeah and and not and not like take up the limelight they just yeah to be, be a nothing part of but it. a face in the crowd yep yeah so it's a, it's a pretty wild story and uh it's a great story it's good stuff for sure for sure well it's almost good morning and in case i don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night gentlemen let's broaden our minds lawrence
King in town. <laughs>